No. I no, see the post on January 25th. Okay. She all. Yeah, we're live right now. Yeah, we're live. So I now you can check go. Quick, always open. Yeah. Well, you go to the Dope and Dharma Facebook. Okay. Okay. I just went there. I now I see Dope and Dharma Facebook. Yeah. Now what do I do? You should see this particular picture somewhere on there that, that we just live, posted. Dope and Dharma Live. Yep. And then just uh, hit share. That. No, it just takes me to your. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Give me one more sec. Hang on. Now I'm back to the learn more following search. Well, yeah, you have to go to the Dope and Dharma. Uh, I'm on your page. I'm fa on your Facebook page. And you should see a bunch of postings. WPSN 99. I see Dope and Dharma. Do you see this one? Oh, I see, right I see us here now. I see me yeah. and you. Yeah, there you, go. And you just, just click share. share. Share on the bottom right hand corner. I see okay. a microphone. I see enlarge, captions, settings. I don't see share. Now I see share. There you go. Okay. Share now public. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did it. Yeah. Now come All back right. to us. Let's yeah. let's do the show. Are you ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for you. Let's do it. Right on. Shut up and sit down. Boom. Hello, everybody. This is Dope and Dharma. I'm the street certified dope doctor, Louis Delgado, here, the couch live edition of Dope and Dharma, which we do just about every Monday for the last 24 years. Just about. Well, it used to be on Fridays. Yeah, I was going to say, Mondays, it wasn't always on Mondays. It wasn't always Mondays, but it, but it's been for 24 years. And uh, who you heard right there is my partner, uh, the Dharma guy, Trinity Phillips. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, what's up? Fantastic, man. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, brother. And, uh, you know, Tell everybody how they can hear us, listen to us, including the local radio station that we're on right now and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to uh, just listen via local radio, if you're in the Central Florida area, you can go to 1680 WOKB AM or you can go to 100.7 FM if you're listening on the radio. Mm -hmm. uh, however, if you're not in the Central Florida area and you want to watch us and participate and comment, you can go to Facebook, Twitch or YouTube live under Dope and Dharma. And if you just want to listen to us at your leisure, then any of your major podcasting platforms, look us up under Dope and Dharma. And as always, you can follow us on social media. He is at the Dope Doctor. I'm at the Dharma Guy. That's right. Well done, Trinity, man. You, you I've think done this once or twice. A couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, and, of course, our producer is Shaw. Shaw's over there at the studio making sure that all of you here at W. OKB sixteen eighty or one hundred one hundred point seven get to hear this show, um, but we got a guest today. We got uh, Jack Levine joining us. So the hey, one Jack. and only. Yeah, what's up, Jack? Well, twenty four years, guys. Uh, I figured yeah. down by now. So thank you for waiting this long to have me on. So we <laughs> really appreciate that. We wanted to make sure it was perfected anyway. before we had your your greatness on here. Yeah, exactly. wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. I have you never both? It's great to be on the show. Wait a minute. You've never been on the show. Ever? I think he I has. Never. Uh -oh. Post, post pandemic. Oh, all of a sudden, he, all of, all of a sudden, he wow. froze up right when he was answered. Did you see that? <laughs> I, I don't know if you knew yeah. that, Jack. But you, you, you asked me a very technical question. Have I ever? I've done something with you, whether it was this show or a television thing. So I, I want to be careful. That's right. That, that? that yeah. that's right. I think you were on the Hopeathon. Hopeathon. That's right. Yep. I think so you've been on the television version. I know you version. secretly broadcast that as part of this. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know what you guys are up to? It's like, get smart. Yeah, right. Anytime, look, anytime we call you and it's both of us on the phone at the same time, you're probably on the air. 
That's that's how our friends that's how <laughs> exactly. our friends know not to you know back in the day when this show used to be on Fridays at noon, like it would get around everything. Do not answer Louis's phone call if he call you at noon on a Friday because he's probably going to put you. <laughs> oh on no! Air. Oh no! Yeah, that's a good uh, tip. Yeah, I, I we used to love doing that actually. Surprising people yeah. just putting them on yeah. the air. But uh, now that we want visual, it gets a little bit complicated because then, you know, people might answer while they're in the bathroom or, you know, while they're in the shower. And, and then, you know, we don't want to be in trouble. You know, I appreciate the heads up very much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so so I, I thought I couldn't think of uh, somebody better to have this conversation with, to be honest with you, Jack. Um, um, you know, we wanted to talk about faith and recovery uh, today because, you know, there's all different kind of aspects to what people use. To get better. When I say recovery, it could be recovery from anything. It doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol. It could be recovery from a surgery. It could be recovery from cancer. But but typically, there's all kinds of things that that that, that you get recommended to do, right? Like counseling, maybe medication. Um, you might uh, start doing an exercise program. There's all different things that get recommended. But there's a core mental component. It comes into play, whether it be a philosophy or your faith. And sometimes those those kind of like go hand in hand, at least for me, faith and philosophy kind of go hand in hand. Um, and, and one is not without the other for me, uh, but for some of you, it may be. But, but the mental state of being in which you're in and your place, not only in society, but in your place in this life, in this world, comes into play when you're recovering. Right. Because um, so many people want to give up or maybe feel unworthy uh, of some of the the things that may be offered to them or given to them. Uh, some people struggle with relapsing or uh, falling down after they felt like they got got up and they you know they felt like they were on sturdy ground and then unfortunately fell again. Uh, some of you, at least when we're talking about things like cancer or, or other disorders, uh, you, you may fall into remission uh, of, the, of that uh, disease i mean fall out of remission into that disease and it comes back and therefore you have to go through all the treatment again and, and it's just a huge mental strain so i want to talk about faith and what it plays in into that because you know obviously the dharma guy he's he's a buddhist and so we do another show on tuesdays uh called dharma time where we come to a lot of these kinds of conversations from that perspective but specifically i wanted to hear a different perspective on faith this time and so i picked uh, you know one of my favorite christians uh jack levine even though your last name is levine you're one of my favorite christians which which people may not understand that whole deal so tell us a little bit about for for another show it it, 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 maybe maybe yeah Um, but but tell us who jack levine is and why would i even call jack in the first place well i appreciate that guys um and and for me just very briefly for 33 years i lived one way i always knew there was a god but I really didn't practice any faith. I just went about my business. I had everything by the world standards, money, power, position, but I was in the height of my drug addiction and it was bringing me down in a big way. And um, God got a hold of me and got a hold of my heart. And you know, for, for me, I believe Jesus Christ is God, but it's not a requirement to be my friend or to talk to me. You think or believe like I did for 33 years, I didn't believe that way. So I wouldn't tell anybody what to think. I would just share my own experiences. But clearly for me, um, when, I, when I started a relationship with God, um, whoever the God is of your choice, when you have that relationship and you start to look at it as a father and a child, as, as a parent, you would understand how much you love your kids and that everything you do is for their blessing and benefit. And when we realize that we have a, a heavenly father um, and we identify that, that one thing I know for sure is I didn't create the world. 
you know, jacked about creative. And I'm probably betting, you know, Louis and Trinity, you guys didn't do it either. So when we look if at I that. Did, if I did, I wouldn't tell you I did. <laughs> Fair enough. You could be, you could be, <laughs> I would you know, deny it. It's a good thing I'm treating you nice. Um, but but the point is that, that when we see it from that perspective, I have three kids. Everything I do is for their blessing and benefit. Whether they understand it or see it or not is a different story. But I know my heart because I love them so much. So when we talk about addiction and we know about the shame and guilt and feelings of less than and, and not worthy that all addicts feel, regardless of whether they're high functioning type A guys like me or quiet introverts, we're all share those same traits. And then when we feel unloved or unworthy, but then when we realize that, hey, there's a higher power, a God, a creator of the universe. For me, it's an easy thing to believe in because I, I can't buy the Big Bang Theory. I just can't believe that things you know, came together and created a microphone. I, I can't believe that our brain, the most complex computer, our body, the ability to heal itself was not designed by someone. Now, I have no issue with, with you know, people disagreeing who that someone is. That's a very individual right. perception. But come on, you can't tell me there, there's no design and creator to the universe and the planets. So when we recognize that and, and we start to seek who that is, and, and can we connect with our, our creator, our father, our God, and that believing that he loves us and cares for us, that is faith in action. Now, some people can have faith in other things. We talk in AA and NA about a higher power. So we, we say start there because, again, you know, your way and, and has, you know, your way and my way as an addict has only taken me to the bottom spiritually. And we know that you need to treat the mind, body and spirit. You talked about, you know, these components. Mm -hmm. You have to treat it. So this journey to faith for me was one I experienced personally. And last thing I want to share, and I'll let you guys jump back in. Um, I think I'm a reasonably intelligent guy, just, you know, somewhat. Um, if this whole God thing was a scam, I think it would have taken me six months or a year to figure it out after I jumped in. It's 33 years later. It's gotten better every single day. Yeah, if it, if it's if it's a scam, it's a darn good one. Amen. Uh, it, it's a really good one. And that doesn't mean that people don't use God as a scam. By the way, people, we're not saying that that humans don't screw things up because humans humans are humans, right? So we we tend to screw up even the best of things. Uh, just ask any uh, uh, you know if you're a person that's that's married to a good person that was married prior to you. Uh, the person before them screwed it up with them, and that's why you're with them. So that's 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 it happens. You know, you could screw up a good thing. Um, so you you said cares for us. So I'm, I'm going to jump on that little piece that you said right there, because um, when you're when you're struggling with an addiction, when you're struggling with a lot of self-loathing and, and self-doubt and hate towards yourself and, and, and your so, your self-esteem is so low because you've just been unable to, to control this 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 substance. Right. Like you used to be able to control it. Then it just like takes control of you and, and like you, you and you can't get it together. You can't hide it. Uh, you can no longer keep it as a secret. It's no longer your best friend because it tells on you all the time. Uh, you know, and it pushes your family away, it pushes your children away, it pushes your community away. It gets you in legal problems. And, and so when you say, you know, that God cares for us or, you know, uh, I think that's 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 a, that's hard to accept for some people. That anybody would care for us, because if, if anyone knew our secrets, if anybody knew how horrible we really were, then they all walk away. So can can you can you speak a little sure. bit more about the cares for us part? About the what part? The cares for us. The, the how important is that to to actually accept that something or cares someone out there cares for you? So so I, I want to start by saying, Louis, that people say to me, Jack, you're the happiest guy I know. 
And, and I say I am because for 33 years, I lived one way. I had everything by the world standards and I was miserable and empty inside. Then I got into a relationship with God. I exercised my faith and, and I'm happy and joyful. So, you know, when we talk about cares and, and, and the example I want to give you is um, my nephew is having a baby. He's 30 something years old and his wife is pregnant. And my brother, who's going to be the granddad and the family is so excited. So she's about five months pregnant. This little girl who nobody has seen, nobody has seen her, is so loved by people that she doesn't even know love her. It's amazing. Now, you guys are parents, so you get it. And, and you're probably grandparents, so you get it. How could you love something you've never seen? This little girl is sitting there with no clue how loved she is, no clue that people are funding her college education and everything, and they haven't even met her yet. And all these things are happening, and she couldn't perceive any of it. But yet as she goes and grows and comes out and matures, she will understand that, oh, people love me, they did for me. So when we see, and I, I say to people, look, test for yourself, see for yourself, you know, why do you believe what you believe? People say, well, how could there be a God, you know, if little children die, if there's war and, you know, my mother died of cancer. I'm just giving examples and tragedy. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And, and they do. But we know one thing. We know 10 out of 10 people die. You know, that's a fact. We disagree <laughs> with God on the circumstances. You heard it here first, kids. <laughs> that's a that's, that's true a science right there let's Wikipedia that yeah so, so the point is you know we disagree with god on the circumstances but truly if there is a god and there's a plan and, and he's ordained us a certain amount of time maybe for one baby it's a month another guy it's a hundred years but but there is an eternity there is a heaven that we can be part of he he offers that to us that's the belief of of Christianity. It may or may not be the belief of other religions, but certainly they believe in the God, that God has a plan for them, that there's a purpose. Even the terrorists uh, who are, who bombed the 911 9-11 trade towers thought right. they were going to die and see 40 virgins. They thought they were, you know, right. doing something for their God. We right. think that's a little perverted view, but, but they, they had, they had faith in something that they were willing to die for. So my question to you is, are you willing to live for your faith? Mm. Because God as a parent want, wants you to live. The world is condemning you. You know, your friends may be condemning you. Your addiction's condemning you, your own self. But could you believe that there is, there is a, 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 an entity, a God, who loves you so much, who gave you this life? Louis and Trinity, it pisses me off when I hear people uh, complain about their parents. You know, it's my parents' fault I'm a drug addict. My father was a loser. He left me. I didn't even know who he was. I mean, I've heard the stories. And, and they're legitimate. I haven't experienced that personally. I had loving parents. Right. But when it pisses me off, I'm not saying they don't have a right to be angry. But right. what I'm saying is, didn't he give you life? I mean, right. at the very least, if he did everything else wrong because mm. of him, they're alive. So could, could we give him like one point for that? And then say, okay, you sucked as a parent, as an earthly parent. But if, if there's a God who created me for a purpose... And his purpose, first of all, is to let me know that he loves me, that I am good. I am worthy. I'm worthwhile. It doesn't matter what the world's perception is. Mm -hmm. My happiness isn't based on what people think. It's, you know, I have the treasure, which is, is you know, God loves me. I have the love of God. And I believe I have immortality. I mean, mm -hmm. who can pay for that or kill for that to believe that after this life, there's one after. So I want to encourage people. Find out yourself. Don't believe me. And, and don't, why don't you go? Find out for yourself if if God is real. Find out for yourself. You know, put faith in something and see. You know, one day at a time. Start when you get accepted to college. You didn't learn anything yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to Syracuse University. What did you learn? Well, nothing. I didn't go to any classes yet. Right at the end of four years, you'll have a lot of knowledge. 
So, Trinity, you know this from, from your study of Buddhism, a wonderful religion with awesome principles of how to live life. And I say this from the bottom of my heart. If everybody lived life by Buddhist principles, we would have a wonderful, peaceful, kind and wonderful world. Mm. I think there's a difference in eternity that we may you know, disagree about how to get there. But certainly the principles of love and peace and kindness and, mm-hmm. and, and are just unbelievably valuable principles and, and, and faith that there's a purpose you know, for my life and that I'm valuable and I mean something and we can overcome these addictions. Faith is a part of that. Louis, you talked about therapy and counseling and perhaps medication. I've benefited tremendously from therapy in my recovery. It showed me why I did drugs and to help me understand myself. But I benefited far more from faith and belief that, that God loves me. I'm a valuable person on this earth. I am God's child. I know how much I value my, my three children. I would die for any one of them. Again, everything I do is for them. And I can see them. Here, here is God. You say, but, but you can't see him. You can't prove it. That's faith. That's why we call it faith. Faith is being you know, certain of what you, what you can't see and what you hope for. If I told you, hey, we're going to uh, Bruce Springsteen Thursday night, I've got tickets. You, you'd believe me because you know me. You know I'm a fan. You'd have faith. I could deliver those tickets. Amazingly enough, we put faith in airplane pilots every day that we don't die. We put faith in 6 million drivers on the road that they're not going to kill us and jump the thing. We, we put all faith in all these people. We need to look, you know, into ourselves and our hearts. We talk about this, we'll call it a God-sized void that can't be filled by anything else because the things of the world only satisfy temporarily. Money, jobs, relationships, sex, drugs. Hey, I, I did some, I feel great. Oh crap, it wore off. Right. And if somebody once said to me in college, you guys will appreciate this. He said, imagine, this is before I came to a relationship with God, but you'll appreciate this. He said, imagine the most beautiful girl in the world you could think of. So maybe at the time it was Cheryl Teague, whoever it was. He goes, there's some guy that's tired of sleeping with her. Yeah, dude, PK just got rid of Shakita not too long ago. <laughs> you know, if PK can get rid of Shakita, yeah. he's, he's a fool. Right? These right. things satisfy temporarily, but I'm telling you there's something that satisfies permanently. You know, eternally, not just for this life, the one to come. So why wouldn't you at least try it? Don't believe me. Go seek God yourself. The God of your understanding. Right. You start. I know many people, Jewish and other religions, and I say, you know, they have no relationship with God. And I don't even talk to them about Jesus. You know, we're not even there yet. How come, I ask, how come you don't have a relationship with your God? I mean, right. Why? And again, oh, oh, I didn't like the outcome. I, I don't see this. Okay, so now you're saying you're God. So in your mind, you've put God in a box and, and you're not going to have any faith. So really what happens is this is all you get. You know, whatever years you have, 50, 60, 70, enjoy them. I, I guess you should do whatever the hell you want because it doesn't matter, right? And and how's that working out? It didn't work out too well for me for 33 years. I, I was in the gutter. I was destroyed spiritually, you know, not financially, but spiritually. And, and I'm living proof, and not just one guy on a mountaintop. There's millions of people, millions of people who can tell you that faith has changed their life. There's studies, medical studies you can Google, that people of faith have higher recovery rates. Also, by the way, people who laugh, have laughter in their life and joy right. and, and have a positive outlook. Higher recovery rates from, from quicker, from surgeries, from medical things. Right. So, you know, I would just say you got to try and seek. And, and the challenge I, I say to people is, you know, challenge God, call God out. Say, God, if you're real, prove it to me. There is a line in, in the Bible that says, if you ask, you'll receive. If you seek, you find. If you knock, the door will be open. So if you seek God and he doesn't show up, 
then you can prove he's a liar and he doesn't exist. I've yet to meet the man who can come back to me and say, I went to seek your God and he didn't show up. I've met right. many who won't go look. And, and I say that from, from a faith perspective, you know, seek God, seek, seek prayers, communication through God, find that faith in that higher power and, and see, you know, if God doesn't deliver, what are your guys thoughts? Well, let, let's talk about that for a second, because, as, you know, I, I, I do hear people, you know, when they're angry, that's where some of them go. You know, uh, at some point in their life, people that are raised in a certain faith, whether it be Catholic, Christian, whatever, um, at some point, if if they went away from that, it had to do with something, some sort of pain, some sort of loss, some sort of event where they said, you know, God, how are you allowing this to happen? You know what I mean? You move the shutters, flicker the light, do something, you know, but it's it's that quick little test. Right. Um, but mostly because it just, it, they didn't feel like it was there for them. And then when they went to someone of faith or they spoke to someone of faith, uh, they didn't feel comfortable with the answers because the pain was still there. And, and I think that's where Buddhism, I think it becomes attractive, uh, to people in recovery because it at least says, yes, you're in pain. Correct. You know, and, and, and they, they at least approach the pain conversation that you know uh in a very in a very uh communicable way or is that the right word in, in, a, in a way that you can understand a way that we can talk about right but let's speak to the part where someone walked away because they didn't get their way like something didn't happen it, and those things are hard to understand right these are life things right they are hard they the, are and, and it happens to all of us nothing is ever gonna you're not gonna bat a thousand in this in this world in this life you, you're just not gonna bat a thousand not one baseball player has even matched 400 except for one and it, and it gives it the only ted williams is the only baseball player that i know unless i'm wrong you're a baseball guy right i used to be a baseball guy so four 400 is the best anyone's ever done and they only did it once and that's four out of ten that's being successful at the plate four out of ten times and nobody's ever repeated that so it comes back again to faith i take my five-year-old kid to the dentist and the dentist putting a drill in his mouth and the kid's screaming how could you do this to me, Dad? Uh, if you love me, you'd never put me through this pain. No, it's because I love you, because I want you to have teeth and, and you'd be able to chew and have food all your life. You just can't understand it now because you just you don't understand. We're not God. You know, we're not God. We're the created, not the creator. There's a problem. And you mentioned it, Louis. The problem is that, look, pe people suck sometimes. You know, Christians suck, pastors suck, and, and, you know, we're all just human. The first person who ever handed me a Bible after I had an encounter myself with God, but then went to search and learn, mm -hmm. um, said to me, don't put your faith in me. Somewhere along the line, I'm going to let you down. You need to put your faith in God. And, and people, you know, can misinterpret. It's like baseball. You know, you talk to a Yankee fan and, you know, no matter what you say, he's going to still be a Yankee fan. So they can misinterpret. So I encourage people, go to God directly. You know, hear the word of God directly. I would tell you, open up the book of John in the New Testament if you want to see if God loves you. In, in the Old Testament, in Hebrew, you know, I would tell you, re read the Psalms, read Isaiah, you know, if you want to know how much God loves you and see for yourself and let God's what is supposedly, according to the Jewish and now Christian in the New Testament combined with the Old Testament, uh, that's our definition of God. I'm sure Trinity, you know, in Buddhism, you have your own and other religions or, or beliefs have their own. That's fine. At least go there and only go to the God, not the interpreter. Teachers are wonderful, mm -hmm. but they're not God. They can misinterpret. So anything I'm taught, I need to match up against the word of God. You know, I mean, that's it. I'm just looking at that. And I give the example of, look, you got a speeding ticket. You say, ruined my day, lousy cop, 300 bucks, points on my license. 
you don't know, you could have died up ahead in a car crash. I mean, I don't know. I watched my dad waste away, you know, the last month of his life, you know, unable to eat. And it was horrible. And I, and I asked God, I said, God, is Dr. Kevorkian right? Jack of working, mm -hmm. you know, shouldn't we, when it's a pet, we put our pet out of pain and suffering. We're right. doing a favor for our friend. Why are we seeing these people with her? And God spoke to me, not audibly. I don't hear, there's no audible voice, but <laughs> I swear, he asked, do you trust me? I said, yeah, God, I trust you. I love you. You know, he said, my ways are higher than yours. Now, you know, in part, then you'll know in full. I'm doing something. Perhaps it's in your father. Perhaps it's in your mother watching him. Perhaps it's you or the caretakers. You need to trust me. I know you don't understand but you need to trust me. And, and what little five-year-old kid or six-year-old kid doesn't trust everything their parents say? It's only right. until we get older. And now we're 16, 17, 18 that we think we know better. <laughs> and, and oh, dad, you're an idiot. You didn't know anything. Yeah. And so when people yeah. don't get what they want, all of a sudden, you know, they're treating God like a slot machine. Right. Oh, give me what I want, God, and you're the greatest. But the minute you take something away from me, I don't get it my way, uh, you're not God. Okay. Well, as a parent, you know, I get it. <laughs> right. You know, you know, what's weird, Jack, is that when I was at my moment of most uh, of unable to hear someone that spoke like you, you know, um, for instance, you know, 19 year old me, 20 year old me hears someone speak like you. I, I for some reason, I'm offended. And I look no sure. reason to be offended, by the way, not well, one reason to be offended at whether you if you told me God loves you, I'll pray for you. Mm -hmm. uh, do, do you have a church? You know, all these simple questions that I was asked, uh, but you know, while I was still angry, mm -hmm. um, I didn't know I was still angry. I just thought I was a normal person. And these people were just zealots or, or like crazy people, like freaks, like Jesus freaks. Right. <laughs> and, and so if they would even just say, I, I'll pray for you. I took that as if you were saying F you, you know, I took that like wow. a, like a, like a negative, like, you know, wow. like yeah. If they would say, yeah. are you going to a church or, or have you been found or saved or things like that? I was like, well, what makes you think I'm lost? This, you know what I mean? Like everything was offensive. Um, and so I want to go to that. Uh, I want to talk about why I'm so accepting of people of faith. Now, we work in a business of death and dying. I didn't I didn't think I was going to work in this business mm. when I was working in the drug business. Uh, meaning the criminal side of the business, um, it was okay to dislike God and not believe in God because I didn't want any. I didn't want to believe that there's anybody watching me. You mm. know what I mean? I didn't want. You know, I, I wasn't behaving in a manner that I wanted to be held accountable for anything I was doing. I didn't want to believe that I was ever going to have to pay a price for my mm. negative behavior. Uh, I didn't want to feel that there was a scorecard that somehow I was losing in, and 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 I was never going to be able to be victorious. I just didn't want to feel guilty. And one way to not feel guilty about life choices um, or things that you do is to, to believe that there's there's no entity out there, that there's no reason for living. And so in being in this business uh, for the last 30 something years, helping people, helping people recover from drug and alcohol addiction and mental health issues. I, I've seen so I, I've seen some of the people that, that they would be called the worst of the worst or the liars of the liars. Right. The, the, the biggest liars, cheats and thieves. Develop into the most beautiful people, yes. and I feel like I'm one of them, right? Yeah. And in 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 those of us that have had this blessing of of like a renewed life and, mm. and renewed freedom, and and people now trusting you and believing you more than ever before. And I'm not even going to say like before because I I was never trusted as much as a child as I am trusted now. I was yeah. never believed in as much now or loved as much now as I am loved now. And so so everything that I have and everything that I see people get. Faith is always there, and it's and it and it's something very special and very significant. So when you witness this, and I've been a witness to this, 
I can't help but now respect religion and respect faith and respect Christianity, respect Muslims, respect yeah. Jews, respect any any religion as much as I do now because I've seen people go from the bottom, bottom, bottom in, 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 in hate and anger and murder and suicide to, to love and life and, and being beautiful people that, that have become amazing people in this world. So how can you not believe when you live in a system where this is what I see on a daily basis. And, and, and when I see people die of this destruction, mm. it's because they never gave it. They never let it go. They they fought it till the end. I mean, only oh recently, even November, we lost two people to suicide that Trinity and I both knew mm. very well. And it's and I 100% believe they never gave in to the fact Yep. That there's a God that exists that loves them, Amen. even though they don't love themselves to just stick around long enough until you love yourself the way yes. God loves you. And, and, and they just oh, didn't gosh. make it that long. You know what I mean? And they, they refuse to believe in sure. that. Tragic. Louis, there, there's a proverb, Proverbs 19, 8, and, and it touched my life greatly. And it said, he who gets wisdom loves his own soul. And I had to learn to love myself. I didn't even love myself. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, I was myself. And I want to clarify for our viewers and listeners. Listen, I'm not about organized religion. There's a lot wrong with all different organized religions of all denominations because they're man-made rules. I have no use for them. I'm about God and what God has said and the word of God. And, and you know, it's not the church or the temple and you got to do this and that. Tell me what God said. So I want to give you this example. It's amazing. I was sitting with a guy other day and he shared this with me. He said, do you know how they catch monkeys in Africa? I said, no, I don't. He said, well, here's what they do. They take a coconut and they make a vertical line in the coconut, hollow it out just enough for the monkey to slip his hand in vertically. And inside the coconut are coffee beans, which are telling me very attractive to the monkeys. So the monkey comes in, he, he slips his hand in, and then he goes to grab the coffee beans. And now he's shaking and rattling so they can hear him. That's how they catch him. But at any time, the monkey could get free. But he never does. And the and the parable, the, the the you know conclusion is that he values more of what is in his hand than his freedom. Mm. And and that's addiction, and that's you know the world grasping wow. on to this world that this this is what's important, and we're not letting go of our addiction or, 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 or whatever we feel to have the freedom. The freedom's there, the choice is there. You talk about change lives, you know, it's transformation. When God came into my life, he changed. I didn't change everything overnight. It was one thing at a time. I have some friends it's overnight, some it's a little time. But it's this feeling, this overwhelming feeling. I'm I'm loved. I'm loved. I feel different. God, I I hated the old way. I was miserable. Show me. And God does show you as you would teach a little kid. And you've seen the miracles. And and it's a choice, man. You have a choice. Look, you, you can stay you know, stuck in this addiction and, and miserable and rotten, where you can give this thing a shot, you know, go and see and find out and, and come back and tell me I'm a liar. Tell me he's a liar. You know, t- tell us we're liars. Um, but the, the answer is out there. The question is, are you willing to take it? And we know that some people, you know, are still valuing their addiction uh, more than the freedom that comes. And it was very different, you know, getting sober and walking with God, it, it, it was different, but it was, man, it's new. It's exciting. It, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's so much better. I mean, right. you know, to me, drugs were great for a year or two, and then they captured me and ruined my life for the next 10 or 12 years. <laughs> right. Well, well, sure, I, addict has the same story. What I think is funny is that, you know, before I understood 
the same way that I understand now or feel the same way that I feel now. Um, I used to see my friends like go off to prison or something like that. And we would call it jailhouse religion, right? They would go in and get, you know, all religious and stuff. And then they'd come back out. And then pretty soon they were doing the same thing that they were doing before. And instead, and instead of looking at ourselves and being like, wow, look at what horrible friends we are. You know, this guy, this guy went in there, you know, had this life transformation. He, he developed a plan, but he felt like somehow that we were good enough friends in him and trusted him and had faith in him enough that when he'd come out that we that somehow he would be able to encourage us to, to maybe feel what he's feeling. And maybe we would follow him and, and into so that we could experience what he's experienced. He's got something he wants to share with us so bad because he's like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe how I feel now. Mm. You know, and, 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 and instead of coming out to us on the street and us embracing it, we're making fun of them. We're, we're in the same behavior. We made him feel like an outsider. We didn't, we didn't show love. And then, yeah, make him doubt it again, make him doubt that what it was real again. And then next thing you know, it takes one hit or one drink and then he's right back. And so instead of blaming ourselves, we blame God, we blame it. Like, see, that's not real as if, as if the only way it could be real is that if you come out of jail and you maintain it for the rest of your life, then it's real. But if you come out and we we don't support you and we don't and we don't help you stay on that path and instead make fun of you and, and push you a different direction, that, that that is what makes it fake. And, and it's 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 a hard concept to realize that I was a, a part of that negative yeah. spray. Uh, you know, we, we all there's a line it says the world wants to see to believe we believe to see and that's what faith is you have to take that step now i'm not telling you you have to believe as i do but i'm encouraging you that you have to take a step of faith to a higher power i'm not here to convert you today to christianity you know i mean that's an individual choice god god draws you to him not jack levine so that's a god thing but i am telling you as an addict as a recovering addict that man you you got to seek this higher power. You got to find something that is greater than yourself and start to put faith in that because you are not God. You are not the answer, and, and the world is destroying you. Your addictions destroying you. But there's a way out. There's a way out. And, and if you're not taking it, it just means you don't want the way out. You're that monkey. You you value right. coffee beans more than the way out. That's an individual choice. I can't right. help you. I hope you see the light before you die, or before right. your imprisonment, your life is is ruined. Trinity, let me. I want to ask you something because sure. you know what what I've noticed in 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 a time where um you know there, there's so much conversation about aliens and existence on other planets, I I I I always found it pretty interesting how it's much easier for those that are so anti God, right? So anti, but they have no problems believing in like aliens in outer space, mm-hmm. or, you know, or existence on other planets. Which to me, I mean in reality we could be talking about the exact same thing there's a there's a huge possibility that that everybody is talking about the same thing but somehow interpreting it different just like if all three of us watch the same game and trinity we've been through this we're watching the same game and you see a foul and i see a good play you know you you see you know a great thing and i i tell you that's horrible call you know whatever like humans have disagreed on things even if we see it with our own eyes so it's very likely that all this conversation of aliens is the same conversation 
of of higher powers from all the indigenous peoples that were that were writing it on on the walls and that that at one time then got written into different books and literature like the holy bible and things like that we don't, we don't know if we're talking about different things to be honest with you because right. it, it you'd have to get real specific in their language and we're not you know we're 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 interpreting it with our ears and our minds of today not ears and minds of back then and no matter how much of a scholar is a scholar there's always two scholars that are that are ones from Yale ones from Harvard and they both disagree for some reason. So they're both intelligent. They're both very wise and they still disagree. So, so I'm going to ask you this. What if the alien conversation is the same is, is the faith conversation? And if so, how, how do we now, how do we have a more open conversation about faith where it allows people to even be okay with that? Um, I, I'm not sure if this is going to answer your question or not, but I'm going to give it a shot anyways. I, I think that the first thing we have to do if we're going to have a conversation when it comes to faith, religion, any of that stuff, um, is I think we have to separate what we think we know from what is, right? And what I mean by that is is I, I'm guilty as well. Uh, in my younger days, uh, I, I would not be able to have a cordial discussion with somebody like Jack. It would it would I would be aggressive. I would be I would be actively looking for ways of like starting arguments, um, and and that was mainly because what this idea that I conjured in my head of what religion is, you know, and it was based upon experiences that I've had. It was anecdotal, right? Like it wasn't based upon any empirical data or anything or research. It was the people I've met, the people I've encountered and, you know, how they represented what they felt to be, you know, religion. And so I based then my idea on religion, which is a very, you know, macro view of things. I based my, my opinion on it. Off of a very like, I mean, if you think about how large the idea of religion is, right? I'm not even going to say how large religion. The idea of religion, and that encompasses every religion. That encompasses every person. You know, it's uh, what created the world and the universe. And I'm judging it based upon like 12 people that I've met. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think for me that's the first thing is is you, you got to separate what you think you know, like what your definition is, and, and how you've, as as Jack said, you've you boxed it in into this little thing uh, versus what it really is. Um, I know for me, that's what's changed mainly. Um, what enabled me to do that is on my own spiritual journey. Uh, I found inner peace and that's what I was missing was just this inner peace of I'm okay. Um, and when I found that inner peace, suddenly just everything looked different, right? It was almost like uh, if you've ever walked around with sunglasses on uh, all day long, and then you take them off and it's like, whoa, it's just, it's just vastly different between the two, even though you're looking at the exact same thing you wore five minutes ago, but it looks mm-hmm. completely different now. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the world, my interactions, my perspectives, my judgments all looked one way. When I found that inner peace, it all changed in ways that I didn't even think, like it never occurred to me, the things that I was looking at looked a certain way, right? Uh, it was almost like, um, okay, here is a fun example. Um, my wife works in ophthalmology at the VA, right? She works at eye stuff. Uh, it, my whole life, apparently, I've been driving at night, and I think all the headlights have these little stars around them, <sighs> right? Um, never occurred to me that that's just that's what it is. Like I like I look at my hand, and this is what my hand looks like. Um, until one day, my wife was talking to me, and she, I said something about it. And she's like, "Oh," and, and she realized that I had uh, I don't know what a, a small stigmatism or I don't I don't know what they're called, but the point is, she blew my mind. Hmm. I immediately went and googled. I was like, "No way!" Like I I googled, 
And it was like this weird, like, uh, you know, arbitrary, of course, but a weird, like, earth shattering moment for me to realize what I thought the lights have looked like pretty much my entire life. I'm finding out, like, no, like, there's other people who don't see that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, regardless of what's normal or what's not normal, like, you know, it's normal to me. And and so the same thing with the whole faith discussion was, you know, my whole life, I looked at a certain way and I felt justified in that based upon my anecdotal Mm -hmm you know, inner, uh, uh, interconnectedness with others. And then when I found inner peace, it just all changed. Yes. It was just different. I didn't look at it with the same anger. I didn't look at it with the same frustration. Um, I could see the, uh, the, the joy in others. Um, and I could see the cause of that joy. And I, I was, I was happy for them, like genuinely happy for them to have that, uh, however they came across it. Um, but all that started with inner peace. Right. And, and so, uh, I, I think that that's where we need to be when it comes to this faith discussion is you gotta, you gotta delete, if you will, or reset what you define it as, because that's, what's going to keep you in trouble. That's, what's going to not enable you to see that things are different than what you've been looking at. Yeah, it's definitely a perspective shift as you talk yeah. about it happens, you know, and, and like I said, for me for 33 years, I thought one way and I wouldn't have, you know, let you, until I experienced something different, like Trinity, we experienced something different. So now I would never tell anybody what to believe. All I can tell them is Trinity's doing is here's what I've experienced. This is amazing. It used to suck. Now it's amazing. And and Louis, look at your life and Trinity, yours and and mine. You know, so we went through these trials and tribulations, yet you've impacted and Trinity, you, and, and I hope myself to some degree have impacted so many people's lives for the better because you took your trial and your suffering and, and use it now, the ability to help others. So when we look at it a tragedy, look at John Walsh. And, and those of you who know the story of John Walsh, his six-year-old son, Adam Walsh, got murdered and kidnapped and raped. The most horrible thing you could ever imagine as a parent. I wish it on no one. And, and I don't even know how he survived. And yet, look what God, I believe God did through him. It impacted the, the millions of lives that were impacted, not just by the criminals that he caught, but by the ones they didn't rape and, and harm and thus and the mm-hmm. families. So took a tragedy, a life experience. What if the whole reason John Walsh was born, Adam Walsh was born, how could you let a six-year-old kid die, Lord? Well, I had a bigger plan, and he's not dead. He's with me in heaven. He's living on. You just think he's passed in this life. And and so, you know, God, if we trust God in faith or or a creator or a higher being, that there is a purpose and plan, and we believe he loves us, he loves us, he's working on our benefit, whatever time we had. Whether it's six years or 60 years, what a gift. And, and if there is an eternity, which I believe there is, how unbelievable, you know, would that be? So so God has used our lives. We look at it as misery. Oh, the love of my life broke up with me. Yeah, and two years later, I met the girl I'm married to for 22 mm. years with three mm. kids. But I would have wanted her award. If you'd given me my way, I would have been miserable. You know, I, <laughs> I just only, you know, we're like those little kids. So I, I agree, you know, um, and I think, I think, some of the thoughts are very familiar, and, and please, I hope I'm saying this right, Trinity. If I'm not, please feel free to correct me. I do not mean to minimize in any way, uh, but my understanding of Buddhism is one thing: is that you know the, the theory. I'm sorry to call it that. Is to is to live in the present and be in the moment and be joyful. So, so the past is not condemning me. I'm not worried about the future. I'm here. I'm not think. I, I, I'm living and loving, and it's beautiful. And, and I believe Christianity is the same way because God instructs us to be joyful always, to give thanks in all circumstances. For we trust that this is God's will for us, and you know we believe that. So it is exactly that inner peace. For me, it came from Jesus. For Trinity, it came from his spiritual journey into Buddhism. And you know what? You know, 
find it, search for it, look for it, you know, open up, open up the Buddhism. I, I read the books and I thought they were awesome. Open up the book of John and read it. You know, God will reveal to you where you're supposed to be and this or that, but th there's something more than you. There's a way out, at least experience it. You know, uh, I, I, I can tell you there's a great steakhouse. And, 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 you know, uh, the bull and bear in Orlando, it's amazing steak. Um, eat it and you'll know. Eat it. Tell me you don't like it. Eat it. But unless you try it, you will never know. So for those of you suffering and struggling and, and, and feeling like crap and not worthy, man, we all were there. We're telling you right. this way out. Would you at least take a look? And, and and I think one important thing that that I guess we can see in you is that if if it didn't work in one direction uh, where the way some people were explaining God to you, it might work in a different direction the way people are explaining God to you. So so um, and well, I think that's that's also something that you experienced, right? Because there are people that jump faiths. People are the problem, uh, really, because, you know, uh, there's a lot of good people who have been turned off by the church. We're told right. you have to do this or you're right. no good or unless you do that, God is you know, just a load of crap. That's that's right. not in the word of God, as I understand right. it. Right. Um, do people jump face? Yeah. I mean, I was brought up Jewish. We, we right. I wasn't very observant. We'd go to temple once a year, but right. I knew I was Jewish. I don't think I stopped being Jewish. My father asked me, if I accept the question. You're not Jewish anymore. I said, yeah, I'm as Jewish as I am white. You can't take that. From me. Exactly. exactly. I've, added, I've added Christ to it. So, you know, look, I believe that there are people who know God, right. Uh, right. whether they can recite the Bible or know the name it's inside you know God, you've been touched by God. It's the same God, the same Jewish father of Abraham is the same God. We all have the same God. And, uh, you know, we know him, we want to know him. So I, I, I never spend time debating people, you know, which God is this or right. denominations. I want to talk to somebody who doesn't have any relationship, who doesn't have faith for anything. And at least share with them the hope and joy and excitement. Right. And, and I equate it to, you know, I'm a Bruce Springsteen fan. Uh, so I could listen to Born to Run a hundred thousand times. Why? I know the words and songs. Why would I ever listen to it again? When I go to spend time with, with God and his word, and God says, you know, he is love. His word is alive. And, and God, it's a relationship. Louis, like I know you in Trinity. I, I know God. Real living relationship with the Holy Spirit of God inside me. So when I go to read the word of God, I can't wait to get there. I'm not like, oh, I got to go or, you know, like like a religion. If you don't come, you suck. I, I, you know what? If your kid, last example, if your five-year-old kid gave you a birthday card and said, happy birthday, daddy, and it was misspelled, would you throw it back in their face and say, you stupid kid, get away from me? No, you would see the intent of this beautiful kid's heart. You would cherish that card. And that's how God looks at you and me. When you talk about not batting a thousand, God loves us, man. Like we love our kids. He loves us. He's not mad at us. Yeah, he wants us to learn and, and you know, and he's showing us the way for our blessing and benefit. He could have made us all robots. He, he gave us free will and he shows who he said, it, it's for your blessing and benefit. And we struggle with this in addiction. We show people the way out and they don't take it. We say, but, but here, right. tell you, you saying you want to get out and, and, and they won't do it. And we go, oh man, it's just tragic. Right, it's tragic. So have faith. <laughs> all right all right jack well we got we got we got to wrap up so 30 in 30 seconds can you tell people how and maybe pick up one of your books because what we didn't say is that you're also an author of some very great books sure. uh that people can pick up uh do you have a website or something that people can yeah, go man. check it out maybe order uh, where do i get that all right but it's it's that's probably pretty crazy but it's jack allen <laughs> Uh, forward slash I love, I love the scammy. Don't, don't cover the scammy just in case they can okay, scam. Don't on. cover the scammy part. Well, I gotta get this right. Okay, so Louis, all the books are free. I'll get this oh, right. Wow, 
Wow. Free. Every ebook is free. God put it on my heart to make all the books free. Um, this one that you're a part of, Addiction Recovery Handbook, you and Trinity both wrote chapters. Daryl right. Strawberry, your buddy, wrote the forward. Thank you. That's right. That's and right. Uh, My Addict, Your Addict, another book that I think will be tremendous read to help addicts. Jack Allen Levine, A L A N, Jack Allen Levine forward slash ebooks. You can get as many books as you want, download them for free. We want to bless you and help you. There's God books, addiction books, Perfect. business books. The addiction books are first. So grab one. Perfect. And, 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 you know, go to the Dope and Dharma YouTube page after this. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, the, the Trinity will have the link on there. Yeah, we'll throw it away. Uh, so, so, Trinity, you can sure. put the link on there and that, and that way people can have it. Anyway, Trinity, uh, final words. Uh, yeah, I, I would just say that, that the one thing I have learned in my life is is faith is important, um, regardless of how you define it or, or what you're faithful towards. Uh, you you got to have some sort of faith, whatever that means to you. Uh, um, it's worth it. It just is. Right. And and, and, I, and I my final words is you really have nothing to lose. If you're in a situation where life is not going well and you're hating yourself, hating your existence, you have zero to lose on this. Uh, and and when, when Jack says try it, that doesn't mean you do it for a day. That doesn't mean you just do it once. As a matter of fact, I say don't quit until you've tried every every form of religion that exists out there for an extended period of time. Just go, go, go do all of them. Go, you know, do, do Trinities, do Jack's, do all of the, every, every, like Jack didn't even say he's part of a former religion, but do all of them, do, you know, uh, even mine, the, the, the Catholics that I was raised as, that everybody makes fun of for some reason. Was, I'm a reformed Catholic. I, you know, I liked Catholicism because that meant that if you did something bad, all I had to do was say a few Hail Marys and I was forgiven or something like that. That's why I always joke about it. But, but anyway, no offense, Catholics don't, don't Pope. Don't, don't come at me. Don't come at me, Pope, because you're a very powerful person and I love you. All right. So from all of us here on the Catch Live, we got to go back. Uh, all the people watching uh, and listening on 1680 uh, at WOKB and, of course, 100.7. Thank you all for listening. A Shaw, it's time for you to take it from here. Adios, amigos. It's time for a taco. Goodbye.